Yeah, so this morning, I'll be speaking to you on the series of topics I've been taking you through on raising godly children. Raising godly children. Again, just a reminder, these teachings are taken from the book written by our own father in the house on raising godly children. How many are saying we are being help, helped or assisted by these teachings? How many are saying they are not helpful? Let's not get familiar. That when I come, you say, Mama has come again with raising godly children. My prayer is that you and me are raising godly children through these teachings. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sure even ourselves as grown-ups, we are being assisted. The word of God has no age, by the way. Amen. Amen. So this morning we are dealing with the topic, do not give up on difficult children. Do not give up on difficult children. And our anchor verses are Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Then we read Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then 29:11 For I know the thoughts that I think toward you says the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as parents, sometimes we are faced with the challenge of raising or dealing with difficult, rebellious, and wayward children. Some are drunkards. Some are involved in stealing. Some are just disobedient to anything. Some are into drugs. Sexual immorality. Insolence. And other malpractices. There are so many things children do that you can describe that this is a difficult children. So when you talk of being difficult, we are simply saying not able to take advice. Even where they are being instructed, they decide not to take it. Or they decide to act contrary. 
It can also be always fond of blaming others for your failures. Where you think it's only you who is right and everyone is wrong. That's being difficult. So we have children who are in this category. They cannot agree to anything good. They have a twisted mind. They see things differently. And some of the, the causes of being difficult are many. And among them can be just spiritual attacks. And some of them can be lack of parental care. Where children are, have developed strange behaviors because of the behaviors of their parents. Hallelujah. Amen. So whichever way we are saying, do not give up on difficult children. And when we find ourselves in such a situation, let us remember the word of God. Job 14, verse 7 to 8. Job 14, verse 7-8. Its tender shoots will not cease. There is hope for a tree. So verse 8 says, Though its root may grow old in the earth, and its stamp may die in the ground. There is still hope for such kind of a tree. It will sprout again. There is hope for that difficult child. Because he will change again. According to God's initial plan. The word of God is a carrier of hope. It carries a message for all seasons of life. To mean that there is a message for everything man may encounter in his lifetime. If we talk about the difficult children, there is a word for that difficult children as seen from the anchor verses even in Job 14 verse 7 to 8 and what is more encouraging and comforting to us is that he who calls us is faithful 
And he will surely do it. He will see to it that our children have changed. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 24. The God we are talking about is not a man that he should lie. Nor a son of mine that of man that he can change his mind. What he has said, he will do it. What he has spoken, he will fulfill it. He watches over his word to perform it. Hallelujah. Amen. Numbers 23 and verse number 19. So in our anchor scripture I read with you, he is saying we were all known by him before our arrival in this world. He is saying we were sanctified. Meaning that God transforms a person making him fit for holy purposes. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew us. He sanctified us. Including this child we are saying is difficult. He is also in this category where God is saying, I knew you. He knows the thoughts he thinks toward us. Including this child. His thoughts are of peace. Not of evil. His thoughts are to give us a future. And a, and a hope. So there is hope for this child. The implication of these scriptures is that let us not condemn this child. Amen. Let's not condemn these children. No matter their age. Some of us are actually settled even maritally. They, they may have left our homes. But do not write them off. Do not take them out of our hearts. In the name of this child is useless. Know that what you and me are seeing in them are strange plants. They are not plants planted by God. Matthew 15 verse 13. These are tears. Sown by the enemy. As seen in Matthew 13 verse 25 to 26. So when we see strange things, they are not the planting of the Lord. When we see strange things, strange behaviors, they are tears that the enemy planted when man was fast asleep. Hallelujah. Amen. When we talk of fast asleep, 
At times it also means being in a compromised state spiritually. So the door was opened. And the enemy entered. And planted whatever he wanted. We should realize that what we are seeing, it means they are simply going through a phase. It's just a phase. And if we do things right, they will become out of this phase. They will come out of this phase and become all that God has ordained for them. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's see a testimony of Apostle Paul. I'm not going to read everything. I'll just paraphrase. First Timothy 1 verse 12 to 17. 1 Timothy 1 in Dimea 12 mpaka 15 umboni wa ntumi Paulo. 1 Timothy 1 verse 12 to 17. 1 Timothy 1 in Dimea 12 mpaka 17. When we go to verse 15. We will see that Apostle Paul is calling himself as a chief of sinners. In a nutshell, Apostle Paul was a, an, a notorious man. He was a rebellious man. He was an insolent man. When you go to Acts chapter 9 verse 1 and 2, you will see that he was in the business of persecuting believers and throwing them in prison. But God changed him. And he became a usable vessel. And today we are the beneficiaries of his books in the New Testament. This man was a murderer. He was a man who would persecute believers. But God overturned his life. If God did it in the past, he did it in the life of Apostle Paul. He is a God who changed not. He is still doing it. And he will do it even in our time. May he change all difficult children in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Any parent under the sound of my voice who has a child called difficult, may you see God in the life of this child in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But you see, when you look at the life of Apostle Paul, despite all those candles he was doing, God had already separated him right from his mother's womb. That he would be a preacher. But who knew in those days he was persecuting Christians that this one is a preacher? So there are those children, when we look at them today, let us not write them off. 
Because we have a classic example in the life of Apostle Paul. We don't know what is in the making of this child. We don't know what is in the making of this man. Or this woman. Let's draw one practical application of life from the example of Apostle Paul that I've given us. Let's draw a practical application to us today. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to know, as I've already mentioned, that there are moments a child will be so difficult because the enemy is trying to intercept the calling that is upon the child. Because the enemy sees from afar. This child who is posing to be very difficult might have been carrying destinies of people in his life. There are people who must be saved because of this child. And because the enemy doesn't want those people to be saved, he's attacking this child. So this child you think is good for nothing because of the pain, the shame, the disappointment that you have gone through in life or that you are experiencing in life. Might be the next big thing the world is looking for. Might be another big thing the world is waiting for. So you better change your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, the pain might be there. The shame might be there. The disappointment might be there. The losses might be there. But I can challenge you this morning that there is something in this child. Because the word of God is the carrier of hope. The word of God is saying he is faithful. The word of God is saying even if a tree is cut down, it shall sprout again. God is saying he has good plans for us. God is saying he knew us. He sanctified us. Amen. So what should be our approach? Let me finish by giving us our approach. What should be our approach? Number one. I'll give you three. Number one. Change your mindset. In that pain. In that shame. Ask the Holy Spirit to heal you. Ask the Holy Spirit to deliver you. Ask the Holy Spirit to open your spiritual eyes. That God didn't create a nobody. 
Because we are all created in his image. So change your mindset. Proverbs 23 verse 7. This is the starting point. This is the starting point. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So change the way you think about this child. Know that God is able to change people. Nothing is impossible with him. With man, it is impossible. But with God, there is nothing impossible. All things are possible. He is a God of possibilities. Luke 1 verse 37 and Mark 10 verse 27 mindset change God can do it God will do it but change your language change the, your perception number two Number two, engage in spiritual warfare. Engage in spiritual warfare. Second Corinthians 4, verse 3 to 4. We need to wage war against these evil manifestations in the lives of our children. Engage in serious spiritual warfare for the transformation of our children. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3 to 4, I want to read, come again. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse 4. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded. Who do not believe. Lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God. Should shine on them. Amen. So the enemy has blinded such kind of a child. That is why I was saying they have a twisted mind. They see things differently. So pray destroying strongholds of darkness in their minds. Pray destroying spiritual blindness in them and that the light of the gospel will shine upon them. So let's engage in spiritual warfare. Don't pray for two days and then you say, I've been praying, he is not changing. Continue praying because the Bible says men always ought to pray and not grow faint. Don't leave that child. Take that child as a project and don't abandon that project until you see the manifestation of a changed child. Hallelujah. Amen. And finally, the third one. Speak prophetically. 
Remember last time I had a topic, a full topic on speaking prophetic blessings upon our children. You see, we as parents, we have spiritual authority over our children. So let's stand in this our God-given authority and use it positively to declare what we want to see in the lives of our children regardless of the current realities. Don't look at what is happening. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. And then Job 22 verse 28. Job 22 verse 28. So when we are making those declarations. Let's have spiritual sight. Let's not go by what our eyes are seeing. Some of us, when we remember those screens they removed out of our homes and sold out, then we feel that pain. When we remember the screen, they sold. Or the fridge. Those things can be replaced. Let's declare things that we want to see in this our God-given authority. Let's pronounce God's will over our children. Let's speak positive things about their future. Let's speak life upon them. Let's declare that they are God-fearing children and that they will save God all the days of their lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as we are making these prophetic declarations, we are taking an act of faith. And God will honor our faith. And our children will change. May God change all difficult children whose parents are under the sound of my voice in this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. In case you are here yourself, you are a difficult child. May God change you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May you become what God has ordained you to be in the name of Jesus. May God bless you.